back. So here we had a question about <clears throat> can you explain or do you know how many soul forms are experiencing some pain or disease in all of the universe at the same time? That's a really interesting question. I really had to like think about that one for a minute. But <clears throat> basically it really depends what what is a person's definition of pain? Because something as, you know, we all have, firstly, we all have different thresholds of pain. So something that could, for example, be painful to you could maybe be painful, not be painful at all for a different life form because of different predispositions, because of different you know, frequencies, because of different ways of perceiving what pain actually really truly means. So <clears throat> we have to understand that here on our form on the planet, we have our own you know, unique definition of what pain would be. It's emotional pain, it's physical pain. And pain also is something that would, you know, it depends when the threshold for something that you can tolerate reaches a point where it becomes intolerable. Now, what that threshold looks like is going to be different for you. It's going to be different for the next person. And it all has to do with your history. It all has to do with your upbringing. It all has to do with how much you've endured and how much resilient you've become in perhaps experiencing pain that could, for example, of course, build your resilience in that. There are different aspects where we could also become more numb to pain. The more that it's experienced, and the more traumatic it is as a form of a coping mechanism. Now, it depends because we don't know what other life forms, for example, are experiencing in terms of pain you know what is their definition of pain what is their definition of something that's emotionally uncomfortable or something that's physically uncomfortable what defines their barometer in terms of their threshold for how much that they can handle or deal with certain types of level of pain because like i said it really depends on their biological makeup we don't even know what you know all of that involves so the way that pain even could be processed through a, a dimensional body could be completely different because we also know to a certain extent that pain is not necessarily held in the same form as like that ouch feeling in, in the consciousness, much more so rather than a memory imprint of how the biological body would respond and react to that. But as far in my opinion, pain, for example, wouldn't exist outside of the physical body. It's the same that the ego and em hormonal emotions don't also necessarily exist outside of the body in the form where it's driven by a hormonal system, where it's driven by the physical, you know, the endocrine system and how the body also operates in terms of that. So it really depends. You know, it's also asking the question, can, can a soul get angry? Can, I mean, if it gets angry and you can say, yes, the spirit has shown me anger, is that a memory that the soul, for example, or the spirit has that it can tap into? Or is this a consciousness with an intelligence behind that, not just memory pockets, but an actual intelligence behind it where it can have, for example, an agenda? You know, all these things, it begs the question for all these things. And it's, <laughs> it's such a great question. And I think it really comes down to us having to be mindful that, you know, because we experience pain and disease a certain way, that defines our reality. But our reality is not necessarily going to be the same for a different life form somewhere else. Something that they might perceive as a disease could be something for us like, you think that's a disease? What is that? That's nothing. You know, so 
it really depends on experience. It really depends again how you would define what a disease is even for them. Might be that they're even disease free. Maybe they've evolved beyond the point where they have diseases because they don't maybe necessarily have as many emotional challenges or blocks and cause and create that. It also depends on their living environment. It depends what their health system is like. It depends how what their diet is even like. It depends what their definition of health also is. Because just because we perceive something to be a certain way and we think, wow, this has to be the same for everyone. That's not actually the case, guys. We only think that way because that's all that we know. We don't know anything beyond that. So we only assume, we make assumptions that how we perceive things is going to be the same and seen through the same filters and lenses by other beings of consciousness. But that's not the case. They see and perceive things based on their own unique upbringing, based on their own unique values and history and biological makeup and imprints that are there. One thing that I can agree with to quite a big extent is that a consciousness can, can be shared. And I think that's probably where you're more going to with this question. And absolutely, a consciousness can hold the memory of pain. It can hold the memory of certain circumstances that either was emotional, physically, extremely you know, painful. But then again, if you bring that memory to someone else, will they react the same way to that memory? If you, for example, can plug it into their mind, are they going to react the same way? Because in order for a body to react based on the pain of the memory, it needs to have the same biological makeup. And if that is not in resonance, then it could perhaps maybe create a certain level of discomfort, but maybe not exactly to the same pain where that person or being can say, I understand, because it's coming from a completely different perspective, completely different biological makeup, completely different um, set of circumstances that triggered that and their predispositions being different in terms of how they react to pain as well. So, you know, there's, there's so many ver varieties where we can say, yes, it's true or no, we don't know or yet, um, no, it's not. Because it really comes down to what a person's definition is of disease, what a person's definition is of pain, whether it's emotional or physical. And that ultimately is going to create the type of experience that these beings might, for example, have. So let's say my definition of love, for example, is to be treated with respect and treated with, with care and, and treated in a way where I feel supported. But now someone's definition of love who was raised in a house full of abuse and violence their definition of love is going to be very different. It's going to be very much based on violence, abuse, and feeling unsupported. So that is going to shape what they perceive love to be. So you see, and I'm using now a human form as an example. It's the best example I can come up with right now on the spot. But we also have to keep that in mind. So do you see how a person's definition and their experience can completely alter Something that we would perceive as being normal, but it's actually not. Not to them, at least. Only because of prior experiences, because of biological makeup, values, depending how the diet and the environment is. It really does depend. But ultimately, pain can be experienced to any extent by any being, in my opinion, to the point where it is causing the body to reach a physical threshold where it cannot maintain its normal natural state 
of being free from a feeling that's causing them a lot of discomfort. Because pain is there to show you that the body has reached its limit. It has reached its threshold for what it can cope with and deal with. Now it begs the question, do these beings in other forms perhaps maybe have the intelligence to recognize when their threshold is being reached and create a solution immediately before they are in a place of pain? Or are they like us where we need to be slapped and hit, you know, figurative speech, but also experience pain in order to have a reaction? Because ultimately pain is a call to action. And that action is telling you something needs to change or give because we've reached our threshold. So I think it also has a lot to do with awareness. It has a lot to do with emotional and intellectual awareness in terms of listening to the body, listening to the consciousness in terms of how it's connecting to the body and where and how much it can handle um, in certain circumstances. So I think the final conclusion is that it depends on their level of awareness. And that, I think, is very universal. Great question. Thank you, guys. And until next time, be the light that you are. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining me. And remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon, 679 Medical Element. And I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that. And I'm spoiling you because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life. And also remember to catch me on Instagram, Yvette Rose, one with a digit one, and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye, guys.